Chinelay, the radio show. Brandon Childress said he feels like he's in a movie right now. Yeah, I feel like I'm about to freestyle in a little bit, man. Well, do, go, <laughs> go ahead. For it. Go ahead. Go for it. Nah, I, I say that for later. Say that for later. No, because okay. we're going to ask you to sing in a little bit. <laughs> so if you want to go ahead and start out by rapping, please do. Oh, man. I ain't got nothing on the top of my head right now. Maybe I'll give you some time to think a little bit. Well, I mean, you, you're the one who said it, man. You, you, you threatened the freestyle. Oh. We're giving the mic. Take it. We can keep running the beat. We oh, won't even man, do I love it. I Coach, love it, Coach man. K came with a prepared statement for Media Day. That's yeah. what we need to come with bars right yeah, down. Coach K can't <laughs> Brandon Childress sits down with us now from Wake Forest. His Twitter handle is Agent Zero. Yes, sir. And we got to start right there. The most famous Agent Zero I know is Gilbert Arenas. Yes, sir. Are you an Arenas fan? Big Gilbert Arenas fan. Actually, going. I was living in Maryland at the time uh, before I came to North Carolina, before I started high school. Yep. And when Gilbert Arenas first got to the NBA, uh, I was just like, yo, like, this guy's pretty good pretty yeah. good and um and just going to the Wizards game a lot just seeing this guy named Gilbert Arenas you know wearing number zero I mean at the time I don't think anybody in the league was really zero was a popular number yep so I kind of say he is the reason why you see a lot of kids now and a lot of dudes now pay to, uh pay you gotta pay um tradition to uh yeah you know to Gilbert Arenas for, for setting that trend so. all right do you remember his other nickname besides Agent Zero Nah. I bet if I told you, you would. Hibachi. Oh, Hibachi. Do you remember when he named himself that? He really was. Yeah, he was Hibachi. almost like James Harden yeah. for, for a couple seasons before Hart. You know, he was just, he was a dude who, if he took the ball and said he was going to score, it didn't matter if you put two dudes on him, three dudes on him. He was something else. Man, listen, that dude was, was very special, especially when he was at Arizona and then seeing what he, you know, seeing what he did, yep. you know, especially throughout, throughout his course of his career. And I wish he never changed his number to nine. You know, kind of like I was disappointed at that, but I mean, you know, it's good to see him, like, you know, giving guys knowledge throughout, you know, throughout the NBA and just seeing him back on Instagram. And just, you know, seeing his presence now, it's, just, it's good to see Gilbert Arenas back. So I'm really looking forward to, to what he has in store for the rest of his life. Yeah, he is well known for those speeches today, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Giving advice to <laughs> yes. players. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good stuff. Brandon Childress from Wake Forest joining us now. You are a rare breed among those at ACC Operation Basketball because this is your second year being here, right? Yeah, are, you, are you telling the other players, like, how to handle it, what to do, what to look out for, who not to talk to? <laughs> nah. Actually, one of the guys I really gave advice to was John Newman. I knew John Newman since I moved to North Carolina. i been playing against him throughout high school and uh, even now in college. So um, just giving him advice, man, just go ahead and embrace it and have fun. You, know, you may not ever get this opportunity again, so enjoy it. You know, spend time, you know, with your teammate. You know, say hello to everyone. You know, constantly shake hands, look guys in the eye, introduce yourself no matter what. And just just be open-minded, man. Just be comfortable. You know, don't don't be nervous. Nothing to be nervous about. You've answered questions before. You play, you know, in the ACC. You're going to be on, you know, camera yep. and on TV all the time. So there's nothing to be nervous about, man. Just have fun, do you, and just, you know, enjoy it. That's good. I always wondered that, like, because you came last year – Came back again this year. I always wonder if it's something that players look forward to doing instead of it being like, ah, oh, it's something we got to do. It's yeah. something that you get to do. Uh, but it seems like you got to. The one thing I'm actually disappointed is the little expert. Like, the little. We did they, the don't little do, they don't do that this year? They were not doing the little experts this year. I was really looking forward to that. Oh, uh, were they tape with the kids? Yeah, man. Yeah. I was really looking forward to that. They you was making what? us dance last year, and Shondi couldn't <laughs> dance at all, so I was really looking forward. And Andrea can't dance, so I was really looking forward to them embarrassing themselves a little bit. You know you know what it probably is? Wow. Last year, they, they were still technically on ESPN, and they were looking for gimmicks. Now they got their own ACC network, and they're trying to act like they're all, oh, like, man. serious Big and stuff. Time. And so, they, yeah, yeah, they oh, got, so got all corporate. All right, in addition to you being unique in that you are a returning ACC Operation Basketball guy, you've got to be one of the only people who has one of your professors walking around here, right? Yeah, you didn't yeah. know we knew that, did you? <laughs> 
tell us about Professor it's Dave Gorin. It's a broadcasting class? Is that yeah. Right? Yeah, sports broadcasting class. Uh, <laughs> Professor Gorin. You know what's funny? I kid you not. I sit this close to him in class. Really? I am in the front row. Is that required by by the by Danny Manning or is that nah, just, just something you're a front row guy? Front row guy. I literally just walked into class and everyone was you know, I walked in, a lot of the guys were sitting in the back and there's three rows, a lot of the guys was already in the back and in the middle. I was like, you know, I'm just go right in front of his desk. So I mean it's been great. Just you know, meeting a lot of new people, especially, you know, in that business. Yeah. Um just doing live like conversation with, uh, with, with with multiple, multiple, multiple people and just seeing like the different in different ways, you know, guy do broadcasting from uh, from from sideline reports right. to to pregame and then after games um, and even play by play. So I mean, it's just truly a blessing. So I try to find you know my spot, whether it's play by play or sidelines, to see you know where I want to fit in because this is something I want to do later on in life. What's uh What's one tip that you've learned in class that you could pass on to us? Because this is our our first year yeah. doing a weekly show. It's yeah, our we first time got, doing live. Yeah, we've got an everyday radio show. We've been here a few years, but this is our first time doing it as an everyday radio yeah. show. I mean, you guys are killing help. it so far. You're doing research. I didn't know you guys knew my professor was here, so obviously you guys <laughs> have done a heck of a job so far. So, I mean, one thing I would say, um, just, you know, try to find ways to in engage the player more, whoever you're interviewing. You know, just find different ways to find facts about them that they may not know about, you know, what's around them. Or like today, because I didn't know you guys knew that my professor was here. So that's just something to co uh, continuously, you know, to do, you know, look, look stuff up like that and just, you know, engage and find different ways to engage the player more just to keep them going. Because, like, you know, like last year was a really long day and, you know, guys been up, you know, early hours of the morning. So yep. just find different ways to engage. You know, is it specifically a sports broadcasting class or is it just TV broadcasting in general? Uh, just TV broadcasting in general. Gotcha. Obviously, we follow up a lot of sports because the majority of the students in the class are average. So we follow different sports. So we'll walk in. We'll do like a 30-second clip of uh, of a report from the game uh, from, from last night. It can be anything. So like yesterday in class, we did hockey. Ah, we did hockey. Hurricanes? Yes. You big Canes fan? I'm not. Winning in overtime? Hey, I'm, I'm glad they got the win. Don't worry. I'm jumping on the bandwagon, too. So you, you jump on there hey, right look, I'm on us. the bandwagon. Let's go. All right. It's funny you mention that because actually I looked up something else about you. Your dad played in the ACC. Yeah. Right? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. So my, my kids play hockey. Mm -hmm. And this weekend, uh, my my oldest kid had the puck behind the net and put the puck between the defender's legs and made them fall down. And I told him after the game, I was like, "All right, you got to look. You got to look at Randolph Childers here. You got to do this next time you make <laughs> next time you make somebody fall down. You got to so come here." I'm trying to get your family's uh, <laughs> legacy translated over on the hockey rink. Man, that's uh, love, man. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> hey, when, if it, if it has happened, when was the first time you ever beat your dad in one on one? No and I say if because I'm not. I don't want Randolph coming out here. I've seen like, videos what? of him shooting still. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of different. My father doesn't necessarily play one-on-one -on -one anymore. He wants, okay. to, he wants to spot up, you know, shoot all the time. So we can do that. I beat him in that before. In horse? Uh, not necessarily the horse, but just, just shooting spots. We'll, okay. like, go, to, go in the corner, five spots, or eight, eight spots on the court. He'll pick a spot. We'll make ten. First one to ten, and we'll just move on. So constant trash talking with him. Not a lot of people know. He's he's a big trash talker. You may not have seen it back in the day when he was playing, but he's a big trash talker. The last time he played one-on-one -on -one was actually my junior year. We are playing for a car. Uh, I was winning that first. Then um, he decided to, to – he had a physical advantage over me. So he took full advantage of that, and I ended up losing. And I didn't end up, and I didn't end up uh, with a car. So. All right, a couple questions that, we've been, that we're going to ask every player. You're the first, but we're going to ask these same questions to everyone. Okay. So okay. if you don't get it right, no problem. You just got to do better than some of these other guys <laughs> do, okay? Number one, do you know your head coach's middle name? Ricardo. 
Ah, very Daniel. good. Daniel Ricardo Manning. <laughs> do you know how you know that? Google. Ah. <laughs> so you do, you've been you doing research, research on, on him. Yeah, that's Definitely. Smart. All right, who led your team in scoring last season? Uh, me. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Most of the guys that will ask this too, that will not be the answer, but you are one of the few guys uh, that you, you're back and you led the team in scoring last season. All right, can you sing any part of your school fight song? No. <laughs> what if I start it for you? I could do that. Go deep. I could do that part. Go deep. There we go. You don't have to get the words. I just make another two. Oh, yeah, I know it. I just don't know the words. We'll give you credit. We'll give you credit for that. I'm sorry, Deacon fans. No, there it is. You had it. You had it. I should be. I should be clear. I'm not looking for the words. Nobody knows the words <laughs> okay. of these things. No, it, okay, it I literally know. says okay, can you sing any part of your school fights. <laughs> I meant, I meant sing or hum. It's a hum whistle. Oh uh, yeah, I, so, I, I could definitely uh, do that with each and every one. If I could do that, it's a good one. Wait, what, that's a, that's a good song. It's classic. Many of them are like overused. All I right. like. Uh, I don't know the name of it, but whatever song is played right before tip off. Yeah. That, I like that. That's a good one. Actually, right. that that song is my favorite, and I probably say one of my other favorites, like that I will miss so much, especially after I graduate, and um, like playing the Indo Cameron, like what they do before the game and the countdown, and that song that plays, like, I forget I forget the name of it, because uh, every time I touch, yeah. I get this. Fit. Oh my goodness, like the like from the beginning of that song, just walking out there on the court, it's like how can you not be ready to play like in that environment? There's no way you're gonna miss that. You're gonna miss that song. Yeah. I don't know too many games where I could walk in and the student section is surrounding you and then everyone is clapping and then all of a sudden, like, okay. the bees just drop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Then even at NC State before the game, you know, swag serve coming on. So everyone, I think everyone has their own way to start in their game. But this right here, every time I hear this, I think of playing in Cameron. Like, I don't think of the actual song. Like, yeah. I, and you I, always play well in Cameron. I, I, I cover you, so I see you play <laughs> in Cameron, and you always It's just something well. about playing in though, Cameron, man. I mean, it's just hard for anyone not to get prepared for that game. And just, like, you can hear the students jumping up right now when the bees drop. And even the players is gone, so I, I, I'm, I completely forget about where everything where anybody just told me five minutes before, like when this song come on. So as soon as this song ends, I'll tell the referee, hold on one second, then I go to Coach Maddie, hey, Coach, what we got to do again? So, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's great, man, just be, just be part of this conference. We're just playing, you know, all these great guys and playing against these, these great coaches and the teams. And, man, the atmosphere that we playing night after night, I mean, it's just an absolute blessing. I'm taking full advantage of it, just cherishing these moments. Just one is in my last year, and two, man, I may not ever get this opportunity again. Um, all right, another question. This is more of a philosophy question. Mm -hmm. This broke out among some NBA players, a discussion this summer. Where do you stand on double teaming and pickup? Can you double team and pick up? Can you double team and pick up? Um, I believe it was Devin Booker that, yeah, that Devin, got Devin that, that video came out. He got mad that he was getting double teamed and pick up, and he's like, "Man, I'm just trying to out, be yeah. out here working work on my game." Can you double team and pick up? I would say no. I mean, okay. it's, it's pick up. I mean, right. you simply can't guard the person in front of you, and then switch the matchup. But what if what if you're guarding a scrub and and you got to go double team on the guy who's you know going to shoot every time? Well, I wouldn't say double, but I definitely say you know, help, sag, help, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah just definitely say the help side. So I mean, the no trapping in the corner. At, nah, at nah, the media no, game, no. somebody always helps on Strelo when he comes off the, yeah, yeah, the ball. You've got to help out on Strelo. Okay. I call it computer defense. Like, a lot of guys in 2K play computer defense. So, I mean, if you guys, if you got somebody who's not really, you know, not really a shooter or I don't want to say a scrub, but someone who's not at the same level that you are, you can kind of play a little help side a little bit. You know, just tell them, yeah, I, mean, I got a help side.
But I mean, but but then again, you know, it's kind of different. I, I can understand if it was practice, you throw a double team at him because that's what he's going to face all sure. year. But in pickup, you know, like Devin Booker said, I mean, he's trying to, you know, work on, you know, his, his, his yeah. different, his arsenal basically. So, all right, final question. Obviously, and Danny Manning is the head coach of your team. Who's the coach or player or just somebody else on the bench that's kind of the the real head coach? Not 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 taking away from Manning, but like the guy who you never zone out when this other guy's talking. Whether he's like calling a play or like, man, I never miss a, a word this guy says. Oh man, uh, the guy that sits next to me when I come out of the games, I think his name is Randolph Childress. <laughs> got a shiny head, got a little mustache, kind of little gray areas from time to time. He wears a little tight suit. Um, Tell them to don't ever wear a gold tie again. Um, <laughs> Will do. If, well, if you're throwing out dressing advice, I mean, uh, do you have any for Danny Manning? <laughs> well, he, he, did, he did mention that, that his dad wears a tight suit. Gotcha. Whereas <laughs> Coach Danny Manning's got the, Coach the Manning other got the big and tall, man. We got to take him to the table, man. We got to get all that fitted. Do you guys ever just, like, hide inside of his, uh, his, his suits there? They're so big. Uh, media timeouts. Like, like if, I, if I'm looking at the clock and I see media timeouts is about to happen, I kind of just walk behind or just sit behind over there, catch my breath a little bit because you can't see him. <laughs> my favorite suit he wore was when he wore a gold jacket senior night of my freshman year. Oh, man. That <laughs> – Love you, coach. He can't hear you. He can't <laughs> hear you. He's, he's over there talking with David Glenn. Talking to him. Man, hey, I mean. <laughs> Brandon Childress, I wish that you didn't have to go do other stuff. We would just keep you here for the second hour and have you interview these other players with man, us, man. listen, I don't mind staying here until somebody kicks me out of here. Well, so, we're, I mean. we're about to take a break, but hang with us a little bit. But, man, no, you're going to be great it. doing this. Thank you so um, much. Yeah, I mean, Thanks, again, Brandon. you're taking thank classes you. from Dave Gorham. We're just learning on the fly yep. for people like you. So, thank you. Man, for, can we switch the song? <laughs> no, I don't want to act like a man. You asked for it, man. Hey, he said switch the song. Switch the song, man. <laughs> that is, there you go. Nah, thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate I'm just giving you guys a hard time. You gotta, thank you for having me. you got to be able to tell the producer. Uh-huh. Hey, there you go. Oh, Take man. him out on this. Maybe he'll freestyle his way out of here. I might. I just might. He's brand digital to wait for us. Watch him this season. There's a good chance he'll be the leading scorer again. <laughs> Thanks so much for sitting down with <laughs> us, man. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you so Brandon. much.